The future looks bright for a first few round draft picks for the Angels in the MLB draft. We like who they selected. We're going to talk about who it is and why those picks matter for the immediate future. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked on Angels. You are Locked on Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices. Guaranteed. Thanks for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, we're longtime fans of this Angels team through thick and thin, no matter how much they hurt us, and no, no matter how much they don't deserve us. Right. No, uh, we love this team, <laughs> and we're happy to be talking Angels baseball with you Monday through Friday, every single weekday. Mike, as, as the big papers are cutting back their sports divisions and their and they're journalists, and, I, and I'm a writer, so I have nothing but respect for journalists, and my heart goes out to those that are being cut back, but our coverage continues to be all angels every single day. So if you're looking for a place to talk Halos baseball, this is the place to be, whether you've been here since day one with us, or it's your first time here, we're happy to have you. Thanks for being here. Hey, on today's show, we're looking at the draft picks that the Angels made, including their number one pick. They didn't have a second-round pick because of Tyler Anderson signing, and then they made picks three through ten, on Monday, so we have a full recap of that. Then, how do we feel about the Angels draft approach? There's some good questions you and I are going to get into a discussion about there. First, I got to shout out Mike, uh, future Angel Vladimir Guerrero Jr. wins the home run derby Future's 16 Angel. years <laughs> after his dad did it, uh, yep. which is fantastic. And he did it while he was a Halo. Mike, you told me off air he's a free agent in 2026, he'd be 27 yep. around that time. Yep. I'd sign him. 20, I would too. You get years 27 through 32 with Vladdy Jr. I'd take it every time. Give me a 10 year deal right now. Now, no. we didn't, we didn't even, we didn't even plan to talk about this, Johnny, but if you can get Vlad Guerrero in three years and it means you lose Shohei this year, would you do it? Ooh, I don't want to talk about that. Right now. Let's talk about, <laughs> okay. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about the draft. Nolan, <laughs> Nolan Shanuel is yes. the uh, number one pick. The angels made Mike, give us some information about Nolan Shanuel. Yeah. He played at Florida Atlantic university and was the 11th overall pick for the angels. And he's 21 years old. He competed at the university last year and had a really great season. 447 mm -hmm. batting average, 18 doubles, four triples, 19 home runs, Let's go. 64 RBIs. He was named the Conference USA Player of the Year. Mm -hmm. He led all of Division One in on-base percentage. We like on-base percentage. Yes, we do. 615, Johnny. He was tied for first in the nation in walks. How about that? And he was ranked second in batting average and slugging percentage. He had a huge, massive slugging percentage of 868. Good this great. guy was mashing, Johnny. Five, initially. 500 slugging is elite in the majors. Yes. So yeah. just, that's a reference point for you. What a stud. <laughs> Additionally, he went 14 of 15 in stolen base attempts. Hey, things that we've been talking about, getting on base, stealing bags. This guy is a perfect fit for us. <laughs> uh, he reached base in 58 of 59 games played. And so I, I really like this guy, Johnny, and it seems that a lot of people really like this guy. And he is somebody that there's been some conversations about him possibly like being on the team 
as early as next season. And he would join a lot of first round picks on the Angels roster right now. Joe Adele, Sam Bachman, Reed Detmers, and other guys that they didn't draft, but are on the team like Mike Moustakis and Mickey Moniak, Anthony Zach Neto. Zach Neto is probably the one that is the most recent. And it's why Chanuel was really excited about being on this team. Now, uh, Locked On Angels Hall of Famer Brent McGuire had a great yes. tweet from Nolan. Why don't you share that? Yeah, he said he felt like he was a strong possibility to the Angels. He fits their mold of a college performer who can make it to the majors in quick order. Dude can really, really hit. And I love the sound of that, Mike. Sam yes. Blum actually uh, had a tweet as well. Sam Blum of the Athletic Friend of the Pod. He said, just connected with Nolan Shanuel's FAU coach, John McCormick. He said that he thinks Shanuel can play the corner outfield spots in addition to first base. He also said he suggested MLB teams scouting Shanuel that they should try him at second or third base and hmm. see if he's comfortable. Shanuel said, I'm so excited. I'm ready to fly out today. I Heck love yeah. That. I love Heck that. yeah. John Rhett Bollinger actually had a tweet too where he said that the Angels see Shanuel as a power hitting first baseman mm -hmm. with good plate discipline. Uh, discipline. Uh, he could play some outfield as well. Uh, he played at a mid-major but fared well against bigger programs. Went 12 for 21 with seven home runs versus Miami and Florida. So Johnny, mm -hmm. as we think about Nolan being our first round pick, what are your thoughts? What are your concerns? Where are you excited? First thing I thought of was was his future at the corners in the infield. And this was a question brought up by Locked On Every Day or Scott Freeman. We love Scott Freeman. He's a great commenter, great listener, always has great questions. Yep. He said, what does that say about Jared Walsh? Hmm. And, and to me, Mike, I think there's a world where in which you can put Shanuel at third base or try him out in the corner outfielders, like was mentioned, just because I don't see a future for Rendon at third base and the truth is, is we're stuck with him and his contract and we have him for three more years after this so i could see a world where rendon does eventually go over to first base to keep him healthy mm. maybe shanuel goes over there but regarding jared walsh mike i feel like perry's drafts have undone a lot of like what billy epler and even by extension jerry depoto yes have done. i'll get into yes. that a little bit later when we talked about the draft philosophy but you look up and down this system, and you know what I feel like is missing? Is that power corner infielder. We haven't had a guy like a Mike Napoli. I know he played catcher, but he eventually was a power-hitting first baseman for all of his career, right? We haven't had a guy like that in a very long time. And even if you go back to the days of third base, I think about like Alberto Cayaspo and those guys. They yeah. were never like yeah. a strong-hitting thir third baseman. But you go back further than that. And of course, you have your your Angels Hall of Famers on the corners, right? And and those are the power hitting guys. That's what's missing from the system, honestly. We have a lot of up the middle talent. We have some good outfield talent in the system as well. But I think it's time the Angels double down on that power hitting. I love the approach. Uh, I think it was a ninety four percent in the zone contact rate, Woo! which everything you described in that press release is what the Angels are lacking. Yeah, zone contact walks slugging power like all things that the angels could benefit from the near in the near future they they need this desperately there was a concern from jeff ellis of locked on guardians and he teams up with lindsey crosby of locked on mlb prospects jeff is also a great prospect guy he saw that that shanuel's numbers in the cape cod league which is a summer league that the college players play in when they're not in school and his numbers weren't great and Jeff said he looked at the number of players who played badly in Cape Cod 
and the way that they translate to the majors, not successful. However, he did find out later, which we all did, that Shanuel was dealing with an astigmatism and needs contacts. And so he got contact lenses. I think somebody said he wears one in just the one bad eye, actually. Oh, wow. Um, I, I uh, saw that and, and thought that was kind of fascinating. But he, he eventually said, you know what, I, I had no idea about that in all of my research about Shanuel. So that's a really good thing. The fact that he got his eyes corrected, tore it up in 2023 for FAU. Just, uh, I think it's a great pick. I think we really needed that power hitting corner infielder. What do you think? Yeah, I, I the reason why they look at the Cape Cod League too is that it's a wooden bat league. Yes, right? that's yeah. huge. So that's why they really pay attention to it because obviously wooden bats in Major League Baseball and everywhere else in college ball, it's metal bats. Can you imagine metal bats in the home run derby? Jose or Julio Rodriguez would have 96 home runs in the first round. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really like this guy, Johnny, and he gives me um, he gives me good vibes as far as like his leg kick. Like he's got that Zach Neto leg kick, not as high. Um, but the one thing that I really liked about him and what scouts are saying is that he has kind of a Shohei approach at the plate where mm-hmm. he will adjust how he's swinging instead of like looking for a pitch in his zone. So he will be a slap hitter. Think, think Shohei, think Ichiro, think that type of hitter. And, and he, he's gap to gap. Plus he has some power. And so I think that he could be a guy like a Wally Joyner. He could be a guy like a Darren Erstad. Mm-hmm. He could be like a JT snow. And so mm-hmm. all of those guys were really successful for us. And I think that that's who we have in Nolan Shanuel. I was really excited to see him get selected and hearing some of the stats about him, but also some of the details and some of what the scouts are saying over the last day or two have been a whole lot of fun because it's only gotten better since the angels picked him. Definitely. Hey, you know, as we continue our conversation about the angels draft picks, it's very apparent that the angels went after areas of need and that kind of defines their approach so far this year in the draft. We'll talk about that coming right up and and we'll talk about why that matters in the immediate future. So stay tuned to locked on angels. We'll talk about that coming right up. Today's show is brought to you by the Game Time app. With the Game Time app, buying tickets is fast and easy. You can forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up until the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for all kinds of sports and concerts and comedy and theater, even more than that. And Game Time guarantee also guarantees that you can get the best price or and you can also get event cancellation. And on the Game Time app, you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps in your set. You can see images of your seat before you buy, and you know exactly where to what to expect when you arrive. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. Don't have to dig through your emails. And if you find tickets in the same section for in the same row for less, uh, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So that's awesome. You can grab tickets without all the stress with a Game Time app. You can download it right now, create an account, and use our promo code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply, but again, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Now, I know there's no Angel games until Friday, but we're here for you every single day this week. So don't worry, my friends. We're talking Angels baseball all week long. In fact, 
Locked on Everydayers, if you want to get your questions in for Fan Mail Friday, we'd love to answer your questions. We'd love to get your voicemails. If you want to give us a call, that number's in the episode description. But DM us on Twitter, at Lockdown Angels, or at Super Halo Bros. Get at us on Instagram, at Super Halo Bros. Or give us a call for your Locked On Fan Mail Friday questions. We'll be here for you on Friday. Monday, there was a lot of picks for the Angels. Picks 3 through 10 from the 3rd round to the 10th round. And so Johnny and I are going to fire some names and some stats at you. So buckle up, nerds. Try to keep up. Here we go. (laughs) Alberto, hey, yes. yeah, sorry, Alberto Rios. Uh, he is the uh, third round draft pick for the Angels. John, why don't you talk about him? Yeah, he was ranked 113 out of the top 250. Mike, the Pac-12 player of the year, which is awesome. Another guy uh, who was announced this time as a third baseman. He actually played catcher and he also played some corner outfielder as well. So it's interesting that the Angels announced him as a third baseman. Maybe they see him as kind of the same as uh, Nolan Shanuel in that hmm. say, in that way. A 55 hit tool and of course 80 is the tops when they when it comes to grading those things. Uh, from MLB.com, he's got a very advanced approach at the plate. Short, quick stroke from the right side leading to a lot of walks, limited amount of strikeouts. Listen to these stats from this year, Mike. 384 Average 485 on base, 707 slugging, a 1.191 OPS, 18 homers, 73 RBIs in 63 games. Here's what I like, a 12.97% walk rate and a 14.3% K rate. So very good from there. Love that. Fourth round pick for the Angels was Joe Redfield. He's an outfielder from Sam Houston State. That's a Division One school. He's a lefty at bat. Really great slash line, 402, 486, 676, and 1.163 OPS. 14 home runs, 54 RBIs, 15 stolen bases, and they slot him in as a center fielder. Yeah, so most of these outfielders, you don't know if they're going to stick to center field. I saw a good comparison. Somebody said that his line reminded them of Trey Mancini. Ooh. And and him and uh, or maybe it was Ben Attendee. I think it was Ben Attendee actually okay. playing okay. the outfield. Not not Mancini. I always get them mixed up. Andrew Ben Attendee. They're both great. Uh, is a good comp. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fifth round pick was the first pitcher the Angels took in the draft. This is Chris Clark. He's a right-handed pitcher, more of a power arm, someone who could actually be in the bullpen very quickly. Mm. He tops out at 97, and he's got a slider that they're actually morphing into cutter so it's probably got that high velocity slider action on it which actually makes it more of a a cut fastball instead so a a bullpen pick for sure chris clark this sounds like a baseball name i like that Uh, six round pick was camden minnesee he is ranked 160 in the top 250 he's got a 60 fastball and a 60 Mm. slider so remember that's uh, really, really good. Could become one of the first draftees to make the majors, and they're really high on this guy. Uh, maybe a reliever, possibly a setup man is kind of his ceiling. This mm-hmm. is from uh, MLB.com. Menacee attacks hitters with two-plus pitches. His fastball, it peaks at 94 to 96, and or actually it, it, it parks around 94 to 96, peaks at 99. Uh, with arm side run, I love all these baseball terms. Uh, mm-hmm. His slider sits in the mid 80s and reaches 90 with more depth, um, has some horizontal action, and elicits a lot of empty swings and chases. Here's his 2023 stats, Johnny 278 ERA, 1.1 whip, 2.7 walks per nine, and a 12.8 Ks per nine. So Ooh. they really are high on this guy and could possibly see him really, really soon. I don't know about this year, but possibly next year. Yeah, seventh round, seventh round pick is Cole Fontenelle. 
uh, first baseman from TCU announced as a third baseman. Mike, he's a switch hitter. He does really well controlling the zone from both sides of the plate. In 2023, he had a 352 average, hmm. 473 on base, 639 slugging, and a 1.112 OPS. Here's a, again, here's what I like a 15.3 walk rate and a 17% K rate. Uh, I saw Fontenelle and I believe Joe Redfield, who a lot of people were like, who are these guys? But they were actually on the same list I saw from some some draft people on Twitter that were like, here's a couple of remaining hitters who I really like. And they were both on that list. So the Angels must be, the scouting department must be hitting up Twitter to see oh, who, who <laughs> these people going to pick. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. But it was good to see them together. A lot of first basemans, a lot of third basemans. We'll talk about the, how that matters uh, coming up. But first, let's talk about Barrett Kent. He was the eighth-round pick. He's a high school pitcher, Johnny. Yeah. Committed to Arkansas. And so he's ranked 126 in the top 250. Um, and again, from MLB.com, uh, this guy has a four-pitch mix. Uh, he's six foot four, so he's really tall. Projected to be a starter in the pros. Can touch 96 with his fastball. Uh, his velocity's been a bit inconsistent. He does have a curve, a slider, and a changeup. They all earn average grades. Uh, if the Angels are able to sign him away from the Razorbacks, Kent could be a number four option if everything clicks along the road of development. He is a work in progress for a prep school player. Um, they believe he'll take some time to develop in the system. He was their eighth round pick. Yeah, high school guys are going to take some time to, to cook in the minor leagues, but it was cool to see the Angels go out and get somebody from high school that they want to invest their their time and their money. And hey, ninth round pick is Chase Gockel. He's a college arm. He was a reliever, struck out 57 across 32 innings, Mike, Woo! which is a 16 Ks per nine. You got to love that. Uh, a two two five ERA and a one whip. One exactly wow. on the whip there. Good for him. And 10th round pick, final pick on Monday was Chris Barraza. He has some arm issues in 2022. Um, he's got some velocity in his fastball. He's in the mid-90s this past season. Struck out 39 batters in 29 innings. Uh, in a recent showcase event for draft prospects, he did top out at 97 miles an hour. Another arm for the bullpen. Johnny, out of these selections, 3 through 10, is there a name, and I know that we've just kind of read over their stats briefly, but is there a name, is there a player that you're like, hmm, that guy's intriguing? Yeah, it was uh, actually, it was Joe Redfield, uh, just the fact that he seemed to be kind of under the radar, and I'm always intrigued at guys who can stick at a position. Like, we talk about shortstops, guys get drafted as shortstops all the time, but scouts often go, well, he's probably better at second, Yeah, uh, he's probably better at third base. Uh, Zach Neto is a guy who likely sticks at shortstop or at least was projected to lightly likely stick at shortstop. And we saw the results of that. He came up to the majors, phenomenal shortstop. So Joe Redfield, for me, sticking as a center fielder, really intriguing to me. How about you? Any names? Uh, Barrett Kent, Johnny, high school pitcher. And I know he's committed to Arkansas and let's see if the Angels can snatch him away. But the fact that he's ranked 126 in the top 250 and he's mm -hmm. a six foot four starter. Mm -hmm. I, I really like that. He's young. Angels can I have an opportunity to develop him. I, I really I'm intrigued by by that young man. Lockdown Angels is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never taking a moment to think about what you need from yourself. 
And we spend a lot of our time giving and giving and giving, and that can leave us feeling stretched, thin, and burned out. And that's why therapy is really helpful. It can give you the tools to find more balance in your life and keep supporting those around you without leaving yourself behind. So why not give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash MLB. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on a journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. And it's also really helpful learning positive coping skills, setting boundaries, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced trauma. It's for everybody. Uh, if you're thinking about starting therapy, why don't you try BetterHelp? Give them a shot. They're really great. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you don't like the therapist, guess what? You can switch at any time for no additional charge. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash MLB. And when you do actually go to that website, you can get 10% off your first month, courtesy of the Locked On MLB Network. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Locked On MLB. Hey, so as you went through the names, or we went through the names together, and as our listeners and viewers were hearing that, I felt like there were some some themes there, yeah. Michael, in terms yeah. of uh, the kinds of players that they're drafting. Uh, first, obviously, I think the most distinct thing about the Angels, they've drafted fast to the major types, yep. right? The last three first-round picks, Reed Detmers, Sam Bachman, Zach Neto, all have made an impact. Detmers first, he was already starting uh, the year after he got drafted in 2020. Nolan Shanuel, when he was asked about himself in the context of aggressive call-ups, he said, I want to be right there with Zach Neto and Ben Joyce and Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Who wouldn't want to be? He right. said, I'm ready to be a teammate of theirs and get going. So it Love leads that. to a couple of questions, I think, that are important for us to ask. Is there an indication of a lack of confidence in the development system? Maybe the Angels are getting these ready-now guys to help out the major league club. Maybe they want some new blood and culture. What, what are your thoughts here? I don't know if there's a lack of confidence in the development. I think there probably is a lack of confidence at the major league level because mm. in the minor leagues, we've seen, and we've used this story ad nauseum, but with Reed Detmers going and talking with Buddy Carlisle and immediately getting corrected last season and then coming back up and being a completely different pitcher. I think that there isn't really an issue in the minor leagues. I think maybe it's more in the major leagues. And, and I think that we're probably going to see that come to a head maybe at, in the middle of the season or at least at the end of this season it might be wise to reinvent what they're doing at the major league level because at this By point getting just, rid of wise <laughs> that would be wise to get rid of wise yeah uh, i think to the, to the second question when it comes to like the the culture and getting new blood in the system um i, I think that what we're finding is that the angels really want to have young guys who are affordable inexpensive but can actually produce and get them to the major league level asap and it probably has to do somewhat with Artie and not wanting to spend over the luxury tax the angels have spent a lot of money on free agents over the last five to ten years and i think that what perry's trying to do is not get ourselves stuck in this same kind of rat race this same kind of wheel mm -hmm. that we're that we're in where we just continue to do the same things in the same way every single season so i really like what he selected, who he selected this year. I really like what he's done the last few years. Sonny Deshera is still down in the minor leagues. There's some other guys down there that I think are really great. And to your point, I think that 
one of the things that that Perry has had to work against is the way that Billy Epler has mm-hmm. drafted in the last few years and somewhat with um with Jerry Depoto. And yeah. so I, I think that what he's doing is he's really putting his fingerprints all over this organization. And quite frankly, I love the fast to the majors approach, especially if they're going to come up and they're going to perform like Bachman and Joyce and Zach Neto. And if they stay healthy, that would be even better. And so I'm I'm really excited about the names that we've selected. And I would love to see Shanuel up sooner rather than later. And quite frankly, it'd be better to see him over Walsh if Walsh just isn't going to perform. And so getting these young guys up, letting them go at it, bring a lot of positive energy, bring a lot of excitement, change the culture. Let's win. That's all the things that I'd love to see as a fan. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So I think they're doing a really good job of balancing, getting trade capital. Uh, We saw that Mm -hmm. with when they needed to go out and get Escobar and Moustakis, they had some trade capital because of the 20 pitcher draft where they signed 19 of the players right and the high school player is the one who got away he didn't sign with the angels uh, the one high school player that they went for in that all pitcher draft and that's another part of the equation is they're going after these college ready guys because number one they're spreading out their draft pool money they're kind of sign they're kind of getting guys who they can sign for under the required amount or the slot amount i should say not required but the slot amount so every every draft pick has a a number attached to it with a with a price basically they're getting a lot of guys who are college level ready now guys because they're almost more sure than anything else because they're not committing to a college somewhere these high school guys have to make a big life decision of do i want to go right to the majors or do i want to go to college and play ball and get my degree and that sort of thing and that's why high school players need more slot money That's why they're throwing more money at high schoolers, especially those preparatory school guys, because you need to convince them that you want to be part of this team rather than go off to college. So the way that they're spreading their draft pool money, which is about 8.3 million the Angels had this this year to use, they are using that money wisely to get college guys to sign, and they can throw a little bit more at high school guys who have competition in the college system, where these colleges want to recruit them and get them to their school. Uh, The other side of that is, you mentioned it, I think it's a lot of fixing Billy Epler and Jerry DePoto's mistakes. Um, Mostly Epler, obviously. DePoto quit on the team. Uh, But you haven't seen a lot of good results from the Epler years. And so I think to correct that, to overcorrect it almost, is to sign guys that you can count on to be ready next year, in two years, three years. Because... The guys from the last, you know, six, seven years before Perry Manassian have not panned out all that much. No. And we see like kind of flashes in the pan, like David Fletcher had one really great year and also a great half a season in 2020 because it was 60 games. Jared Walsh, an all-star in 2021. Now I know he's going through his neurological stuff and and dealing with the shoulder issue and all of that. Uh, so I don't want to throw any shade at him. But as far as we've seen, It's really one productive all-star year. He was great in 2020 when he kind of arrived. But I think that Perry Manassian is trying to get this system back to where it needs to be Mm. and have a lot of ready-now talent who can make an impact with the Angels or they can use this trade capital in other situations where, hey, we need to go get ourselves this kind of player like they did with Escobar, like they did with Moustakis. And so that way they have guys that they can shop around 
that are going to make a meaningful impact in somebody else's system soon enough. So again, I think that signing these college-ready players, it's it's a, a guaranteed commitment from these players, right? Because the next step is the majors. Uh, so I think that's a big part of it. Again, I think it's correcting the last decade of bad signings, bad draftings, all of that from previous GMs. I think Perry Manassian's doing a phenomenal job. I'm interested in their approach of obviously taking the kinds of guys that they need in terms of making contact and being able to hit the ball all over, high OPS guys, high slugging guys, high walk rate guys, and the bullpen part intrigues me as well. Look at all the bullpen arms yeah. that they signed or that they drafted, I should say, uh, because that's another area of need for the future. And the best bullpen pieces always come out of the minor leagues. It's always guys you don't know until right. you know them, right? You think of Felix Bautista, who's closing for the for the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles is trying to save time. Uh, he he's tearing it up, man, and and it's always those kinds of guys that just come out of nowhere and really make an impact in your bullpen. I'm excited to see what the Angels can do with some of those arms. Well, thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. And remember, we're here all week long, even though there's no Angel games. It's kind of a nice break to talk about some good things in the draft and things like that. Johnny, if they're looking for us on social media, where can they find us? Hey, you can find us at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're on YouTube, comment below the video. Get into our comments. We always do our best to respond to everyone there. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? We're going to ask the big questions tomorrow, like... Is Shohei staying or going? Is Phil Nevin going to make it to the end of the year? Will the Angels make the playoffs? Is Mike Trout going to be back? All of those great questions we're going to ask out loud and we're going to share our answers and we would love for you to share your answers as well. That's tomorrow on Locked on Angels. Looking forward to that conversation. We hope you'll come back and join us again. We hope this episode's been informative. Give you a brief overview of all the draft picks. Until tomorrow's show, my name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us and we'll see you back here tomorrow.